0: Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder.
1: Here is the headline: Eddie Bauer changed its logo because Gen Z doesn't read cursive. This (laughs) comes via Fast Company and the great Grace Snelling. The Wagamoka. I hope I'm pleased. Please be woke. Please be so woke. it's not even funny. But here's the oh, thing.
0: Really? You in our pre-production meeting, you found this article. I never heard of Fast Company or whatever. I what? you didn't want to do this because you're like, ah, I don't think there's a... there is so much meat in this on so many different levels. I love this. So number one, the meat is, and bear with me, I know you're gonna be like, hey, Landon no. plane. Yes, no, we're gonna talk about Grace Snelling for a second. Oh. This is the first time on the Smarticle podcast that the author of an article that we're doing is still in college. Oh, she has not even graduated from Northwestern's journalism school that's yet. Great. So I'm like, well, hey, good for good you, journalism. Grace, that you're doing all yeah. this fun writing. And I actually thought the article was perfectly fine and well written. Oh,
1: that's good. Wow, well, she's Brandon. definitely
0: woke. She's 20 years oh, old, and I'm assuming
1: she's pretty woke. It. Northwestern's pretty conservative. Here's, yeah. here's a little smidge. After nearly 60 years of its distinctive cursive script, the outdoor retailer Eddie Bauer is ditching the script for blocky text and a goose. Yes, Brandon, he's pointing to his jacket. The pivot to sans serif comes just weeks after healthcare giant Johnson & Johnson also retired its 130-year-old script, reflecting a larger trend towards minimalistic branding in recent years. Uh, Grace goes on to assert that it's because Gen Z doesn't recurse at branding. That's not true.
0: And she she goes into much more detail in this article about why they've redone it. Yes. This has really you. nothing to do with cursive. This has to do mm. with rebranding. Okay, oh. Larry, when I do this to you, what do you see? Oh, the big Big O. O, The big O, right? Oregon Ducks. Now, I was going to go non-PG-13. The big O, not the big orgasm, but Oregon (laughs) Ducks. So back in when I went to school at Oregon, no one knew the difference between Oregon and Oregon State, and half the people didn't even know where Oregon was. Oregon, the O, is the second most recognizable sports brand in America after the Texas Longhorns. Yes, dude. It's been branded so well that no matter where you go, people see... It has, but it's not the second most recognizable. It, okay, on. whatever. I'm just telling you that I read, I read I'm stuff you are not surrounded
1: by too many of you de- death devil Oregon fans, but I okay. believe in,
0: let's just say it, Nebraska. Okay. They're not like, oh, They are yeah. not. That, that is not a recognizable brand for most people. Believe it or not, it's not. So anyway, my point is this. That took place, whether it's one or two or ten, it doesn't matter. No one knew what Oregon was before the Oregon O. Oh. The 90s come along... Nike says, hey, we're going to take this, and Nike being the branding masters, so we're going to rebrand Oregon. So they came up with that simple O, and now everyone knows what it is. That's exactly what Eddie Bauer is doing right now. Eddie Bauer has been a company since, what, what, like, 80 years. I mean, it's been around forever. I read the whole backstory on Eddie Bauer himself because it was so interesting. I was like, I wonder if he's- 59 still- years. 59 years. But he sold the company in the 60s. He was just an outdoorsman in Seattle, Washington- they started making clothes for tennis events. So he's just an entrepreneur, just a, a guy. There's a reason why all these companies like Eddie Bauer and Cask, you know, all these different sportswear companies come from the Northwest because it rains all the time. So they got to come up with good gear so they can go outside and be outside. Patagonia, created, yeah, Patagonia, exactly. So he, they wanted to make, uh, he wanted to make clothes that people could wear in the backcountry. He married a woman that was a back. He was like one of those early sort of outdoorsy people. They create this brand. Sounds like a great guy. People from my generation and your generation and older know the Eddie Bauer brand. It was kind of when I was a high school kid, Eddie Bauer was kind of the high-end outdoor brand. But here's the problem. Everybody's making high-end outdoor brands now. So how do you separate yourself from all the stuff that's out there, the famous, the not-so-famous? you got to rebrand. And that's all Eddie Bauer's doing.
1: Yeah, so... I think there's always this balance between like the classic look of your company that's been there for a while right. versus getting with the times. Yeah. I, I'm not a marketing expert, so I'm not even going to play one on the podcast, Brandon. I don't know how you kind of, I guess that's what Eddie Bauer is trying to do is thread the needle here. Hey, here's our classic brand and here's where we're trying to go in the future. Yes, absolutely.
0: And here's the thing about the cursive discussion. Uh-oh. It would drive me crazy when teachers would come in the faculty room and they complain, these kids aren't learning cursive. And I would be looking at them, i go, guess what? They're also not learning how to shoe horses anymore, Uh-oh. right? They're not learning how to change the oil in their car anymore. And you could say, oh, that's horrible. Well, the reason we don't learn cursive, because cursive was invented for speed. The Carolingian Minuscule was invented. Cursive handwriting, so you could write messages faster because yeah. everything was handwritten. Guess what? What do students need to be learning today? keyboarding skills we don't need to be learning to write in cursive now it's fine if you want to if you want to write, when's the last time you wrote a handwritten letter to somebody larry
1: all the time thank you notes it was just my birthday
0: okay fair enough oh that's a great party by the way great hold on
1: let me just say this someone wrote me a birthday card in cursive yeah and i couldn't read it because it was sloppy i was like wife i was like oh my gosh i can't read this right because it was sloppy but my point is is that That's a
0: very rare. I make Maple write thank you notes for everything, and she doesn't write in cursive yet. But she will. I'll teach her to write in cursive. But my point is not that cursive is bad. Cursive can be a very effective way to write. But the point is, people lose their minds about like Gen Z doesn't know how to write. They don't need to. They don't need to how to. They don't know how to gut a deer either.
1: They don't need to. I only host the Smarticle podcast with you. So that every six months you give us the cursive as, uh, or why are we shoehorning anymore? Like, no, 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 <laughs> shoeing horses, not shoeing. shoehorning. Why are we all learning how to shoe horses? Yes. I love that every six months you give that. It's an old saw, but it's true. <laughs> it's totally true. What What is the problem? What is the, what
0: the, the problem we have in our society in general in terms of this stuff is that technology is going faster than our brains go. Oh my so we gosh. say, we, we hold on to things like, we need to have that. I'm like, why do we need to have that? It doesn't serve a purpose anymore. If it doesn't serve a purpose, what are we going to get? If, if Bro, if they, if they drop an EMP and we lose all our power, we're going to have to learn all this stuff really Chewing? quick. We're going to have to learn how to shoot. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to learn how to shoot horses. We're going to have to learn how to gut deer. We're going to have to learn to do all sorts of things that we don't know how to do now, except for the preppers that have been living in a cave in the mountains. That's it.
1: I'm assuming that Eddie Bauer has a little bit of money in their marketing department. Sure. And they got smarter people than me and you. Oh, going around I do Like, hey, that. man, we need to fix the logo and get with the times. Or is it more that, hey, we need to stand out amongst these companies that you were mentioning?
0: It's probably a little bit of both. I, again, I'm not, I'm not with the marketing people on there. But I look at, you know, when I saw this, I was like, oh, you know, I've, I've, Eddie Bauer symbol has been there forever. But I looked at it I was like, yeah, it is kind of hard to read. It's not super noticeable. If you wanted to brand yourself so that people would recognize it, there are certain brands out there that when people see the Nike swoosh, they know it's a Nike, right? There are certain things that we know that are iconic. Why would Nike get rid of the Nike swoosh? It's so iconic. But but there's always a tweak that can be made. Branding is about marketing, especially digital branding is about being relevant now because in four or five years, it's going to be irrelevant again. They're going to have to rebrand again.
1: Once again, I'm just a 5'10 white guy from the suburbs, and I never know the difference between someone's logo and this or that. If anybody, I would never probably even cross my mind that they changed their logo. Right. I, I'm, I, I'm just once again wondering how much these logos actually really affect buying decisions. Well, okay.
0: We would agree that we're, we don't know a whole lot about marketing, but we, no. I, I've referenced Nike, which knows a lot about marketing. Oregon football team has not worn the okay. same Here uniform. Go. That's it's not worn the same uniform. For like 15 years, they wear a brand new, uni- a new uniform every day. The reason they do okay. that is because Nike wants to brand, they want to, to practice branding their stuff because they're not just selling to Oregon fans. They're selling to everybody. That's the point. Is it, do you, yeah, maybe not, maybe you wouldn't, but they're probably not selling it to freaking old 50 year old codgers such as yourself. They're trying to make this relevant to younger people because you want people in their twenties to have brand allegiance. We already have our brand allegiance. What's one brand? What's one thing that you will never shift from today?
1: Is but there anything? That, that's kind of, I love that you asked this question. There is not a brand that I buy from food to clothes.
0: But you are, you got to sh- admit, you're very unique. You are sort
1: of a, a unique guy. I, I don't think I'm that unique. Here's the reason why. I'm always price. I go to TJ Maxx. I don't care what it is. I usually buy the cheaper of whatever it is. Okay, so you're the-
0: not, but you're not the target audience then. I mean, you're not buying Eddie Bauer off, you're not buying high end. Do,
1: do that many, are there, are there that many people in America that buy the high end stuff?
0: Yes, bro. Most people. Yes. Really? Most people wow. are doing that. Absolutely. Like brand loyalty is a big deal in the marketing world. Like, uh, you know, toothpaste is a perfect example. I buy, I'm a Crest guy. I grew up See, Crest and my wife you're is a, a Colgate. Then. I know, I get it, dude. I'm not lunacy. saying I can, but if somebody hands me Colgate, I'm not going to say no, I don't really care, but we develop that brand loyalty as kids and as young people. That's what Eddie Bauer's looking at now is that they're trying to create brand loyalty for the Gen Z's and the Gen Alphas, not for the
1: boomers like yourself. I did not think I was going to come into this discussion today and hate Americans because now <laughs> I hate Americans. Now I'm like, really? You spend $150 just because you want an Eddie Bauer jacket versus.
0: Yes, bro. Do you think there's that much difference between an Eddie Bauer jacket and a. No. And a Columbia Canine? jacket. No, no, there's not. I, don't think- I know. Here's another, here's an even better one. Okay. Oh, just trying to bro. sum it up. No, You're gonna seriously. Make me more
1: America- You're going to make me more pissed. You're going to really hate it. You know,
0: there's. Basically, ninety-five percent of all sunglasses sold in the world are made by the exact same company. And they oh, just yeah. throw a different branded label. They're made in the same factory by the yeah, same company. So... There's very few Ray-Bans are made in this factory. They, oh. I think Maui gyms are one of the few sunglasses that are Maui... made at their own their thing. Guess what? Maui gyms cost like 400 dollars a pair because they're super high-end sunglasses. Because people that like to wear high-end sunglasses know that they're a great product. But everybody, anybody that's paying a ton of money for sunglasses is foolish because you can get a pair of Shady Rays for $25 or you can pay $200 for a pair of Varnays. Guess what? They're the exact same sunglasses. It's all
1: branding. Someone has been telling me about this, like, more than one person. Congos? They're like yes. 20 bucks. Yeah. Everybody's wearing Congos these days. Because there's no reason to buy
0: expensive sunglasses. There the isn't. The technology is such that – and number one is people lose sunglasses – Yes. But think about it. I can't think of another thing that is more sort of brand idea conscious. Like I have to wear ray Bans. I'm like, are they that much better? There's the only pair of sunglasses I would ride or die for in the world is Maui Jim's because I have really sensitive eyes and I like them. That doesn't mean that I'm going to go spend $300 on them every time because I know you lose them, but I think they're a
1: great product. Here's my- I started off hating Americans for being being so brand sensitive, Brandon. Yeah. Now I hate myself that I'm not more successful, that I can't afford these. Fun- I'm now hating myself. You should I want to be part of it. The- you should I, get on board. Go out and buy yourself a
0: pair of, of Varnay. I can't
1: afford that, so I can't do that. <laughs> well, maybe
0: you can start donating blood again or something to, to oh. raise enough money to get the right brand.
1: You know, platelets aren't as easy to get paid for as they used to be <laughs> really in the eighties and 90s. Oh yeah. It's not, it's not it's not it's not a, it's not a much I a, love
0: that you've done that.
1: Burbanks, by the way, are, are getting harder too. So my like fast and easy way to make a couple bucks <laughs> so I could buy your fancy sunglasses.
0: Brandon. <laughs> oh, that's awful Brandon.
1: I had to thank you for making me hate America, then myself. Now it's full circle. Thank you, Brandon.